All right, all right. We're going a little bit crazy in this one. Uh, I just spent some time setting up this podcast, setting up some other things, and I realized an hour and 45 minutes had passed, but I'm still here. I'm going to do it anyway. In this one, we're going to talk about seven touches that you need to have before anyone gives a crap about what you're doing. This is a bit of a branding discussion, a little bit of marketing probably in there, but it's something that was on my mind and just came up again. And so I had to decide to just go ahead and put it out there in its form as it is right now. And you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and start getting into it. I, I'm kind of excited about this one. So that's why I'm struggling here at the beginning. And I just put it together. So bear with me, but it's going to be good. In fact, I'm even going to show my face this entire time because of some of the stuff that I even thought of while I was putting this together. And the seven touches is basically the way you, you touch people when you, there ain't no funny business going on before we get started with that. It's the way you touch people when you're branding, you're putting yourself out there and you're putting your product out there, how you get in people's hearts, how you get in their souls, how you get in their minds, how you get them thinking, how you touch society, how you touch your public, how you get out there and actually make a connection. Cause that's what it's about. When someone goes away, do they think, wow, I was touched or do they not? Let me tell you, you're going to need seven of them, and I'm going to get into that on today's episode of Mr. Binge's ADD Experience Live. Thank you all for joining me on all these podcasts, all these lives, all these interactive sessions, these journeys. It's been fun. I am learning a lot, and even in the tough times, I learn a lot. As I mentioned a little earlier before, speaking of a tough time, I was struggling coming up with not a concept, but I was struggling getting into a proper flow. And you have this when you're developing. And I was struggling getting into a flow. It took me an hour and 45 minutes to get over a mental hurdle, to get over a mental barrier. And I just couldn't push through it. And I almost gave up. I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to show up on the live. I'm just going to go away for a little while. I'm going to go do something else. Maybe I should eat first. Maybe I should dawdle, whatever. And I thought that was actually better for the product, better for the brand. Instead, I decided to push myself a little more and make a couple more things happen. And that's when I came up with this concept. I banged it out on my notepad. And in fact, I came up with a couple ideas during this development of this one. So my goodness, when you push through mental barriers, it just feels so right. And and that's, that's one of the things I want to do as a creator, by the way, is just push through these mental barriers, show people how I've gotten into new creative spaces, show people how they can create, work together to create a better world, a better environment, a better internet, and a happier and more artistic environment. And if you don't know, ADD experience stands for art, design, and development experience. So we're here to add these experiences to your life, to our lives, to enrich each other, et cetera, and so on. And thank you for being with us all this time. It is, we are just now getting into June and we are halfway through the year and I'm pumping out episodes and I'm happy about it. Thank you very much. See me at mrbenja.com, connect with me. But what I am, what I've been doing and what I've been experiencing here has been totally great. So I just want to thank everybody for stopping through. Stock cartoon, what's happening? Thanks for coming through. Thank you for your support. So in this one, we are going to be talking about 
the seven touches and anybody giving a damn. So what are these things called seven touches? Why does anybody need to care about you? Can't I just be an artist? Can I just be a developer? Can I just be a creator? Can't I just do my job and build and go from there? The answer is no, you can't. You need a certain amount of consistency. And while this isn't a consistency based program that I'm going to talk about today, it is an explanation of a situation or a concept I call the seven touches. So what I mean by touch is a touch point where you've connected with an audience member or a, a part of your marketing group or part of your the people that you're trying to reach. You've touched them. You reach out, you touch them, whether that's your visuals, whether that's your your audio quality, whether that's your content, whether that's just your personality or whether that's your the gift, whatever you're giving out to people, whatever you're marketing for, that's your touch point, right? Where How do you touch these people? You need seven of them. In short, you're going to need seven of them at least. And I guess I should probably define what I mean by marketing right now. Marketing is the act of, and I'll, I'll do a full podcast on marketing, sales, and branding at some point later. If you want it, just let me know in the comments. But marketing is basically finding and interacting with a specific group of people or a specific audience for the purposes of promoting, selling, branding, and exposing your concept, your brand to people. Basically, getting yourself out there, gaining exposure. That's what marketing is. When you do marketing right, you find a target audience, you go after them, you, you speak with them, you interact. So why doesn't this just work one time? Because no matter how you're marketing or no matter how you're putting your stuff out there, you're going to need to interact with people multiple times. This is something a lot of creators don't really get. They're like, well, I made the product. Well, I did the thing. Well, I showed up on stage. Well, I gave them a business card. What's happening? What's wrong? Listen, there's a concept in marketing and I don't have the data right with me, but I'll find it and I'll put that link in the show notes. And it's about getting, it's about getting contact with people, not just reaching them, but actually contacting them, touching them to where they remember you. You put a mark on them somehow. You've, you've impressed on them yourself and you need at least seven of these. And basically the study says that you need, and this was a little while ago that this was about seven touches. So you definitely need more than that or more impressive touches in this day and age, but seven's a good number. So I'm going with it right now. You need at least seven impressions for anybody to give a crap about you. You need at least seven reaching out. You need at least seven running run-ins. You need at least seven transactions, whatever your touch is, your touch point, that's what you're going to need seven of at least. So you're going to need to do this multiple times. So if someone sees your video, they're going to need to see it at least seven times. If someone needs your, if someone is listening to you, your jokes, they're going to need to kind of be entertained or laugh at them at least seven times before they take you seriously. If someone is, is going to your restaurant, they need to kind of really get into knowing your food seven times before they care, before they give a crap. Now they may go in your restaurant and buy your food or whatever and be done with you and just not think of you again. But 
before you really become a thing in their mind, before they really give a crap, the research says that you will need seven touches. Of course, this is just an average. This is just a, a bare minimum. But yes, you can go out there and have a great product and blow somebody's mind away. And it's a once in a lifetime experience. And wow, that person touched me. But if it was only one time, what does it really matter? Let's say you heard a song on the radio and you only heard it one time. I was like, wow, that was a pretty cool song. I need to find it. And you find that song and you save it to your playlist or whatever. It's, it was only one time that you heard that or heard that artist. Now, let's say you're, you're listening to the radio, you hear a new song and you're like, hey, that is a good song. I like that one too. Who is that? You hear it again and it's like, oh, it's that same artist that I liked before. Cool. Keep listening and you may go back and hear more songs. So you hear at least seven songs of theirs and you're like, wow, I like this artist. And suddenly that artist has marked a place for you. They've marked a place in your in your psyche, in your heart, in your mind, soul, whatever. They've marked a place and says, this is that artist that makes music I like. Now, as I said, it doesn't have to be necessarily seven different songs that make you like the artist. It could mean seven different times of hearing a message for you to get it. So someone says to them, someone says to you, drink water eight times a day. It's like, all right, whatever. Drink water eight times a day. All right, whatever. Until you hit at least eight times, seven times to drink water eight times a day. Until you've heard that from maybe your mom on TV or somewhere, basically you're going to need to have had that message resonate with you seven times before you start really thinking about it and taking action. As I said, this is totally arbitrary depending on your specific circumstance. This is totally variable depending on what you're talking about, but it's at least seven. If you think of this number as seven, it gives you a kind of, as a creator, it gives you a kind of mental a mental fortitude, a, a mental stance where you're like, you know what? I'm not doing this for this one time. I'm doing this for at least seven times. If you are going to make a painting and show somebody, fine, you can show somebody one painting. Imagine yourself putting one painting on Facebook and saying, I'm an artist. People are going to say, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. All right, whatever. And they'll mark you off and be like, boom, he did that. I like you do that twice. They're like, oh, he's got another one. Okay, whatever. Sure. It must be a little phase he's going through or, you know, they're going through. Do it a third time. You may not get as many likes. People are kind of like, okay, they're putting out art now. I've seen it three times. Fourth time, fifth time, and people may start getting into the groove of, okay, either I don't like that or I do like that. They're doing art now, whatever. You make seven paintings, or it could be 10, could be 17, could be 27. And at some point, your resonance with that person, that individual, those people watching will say, this person equals puts paintings on Facebook. They'll just make that connection in their mind. This person, Facebook paintings, boom, you've got a connection made. Now you can start taking that and saying, I'm not just a person who makes painting on Facebook. You can you can show your painting in a gallery and people start having another set of touch points. They're like, oh, we already know this person equals painter on Facebook, but look, they're, they're out at an art gallery somewhere. 
they're out in the field somewhere and they start to have all these different touch points and you could have you could have hundreds of different variables that relate to quote unquote this touch point this way of getting touched by your creation it could be they really like the look of it on, and they've seen it on facebook or they really think that you're doing what you need to be doing or they really think that you're amazing at getting in there and expressing yourself or they may think that wow you are really talented it it's not up to you exactly what they think or what they believe or how they are touched your job is to get out there and make sure that you're being consistent so people see you and then they can make that equation of this person equals what i'm putting out this person equals painting painter on facebook this person equals podcaster on instagram this person equals black x game developer that talks noise you can't be sure exactly what people are going to get but you need to understand that you have to have the consistency because you're going to need at least seven touches before anyone gives a crap so those are kind of the facts and you got to remember people have short attention spans nowadays People are online on social media. They're being hit with too much information. They don't know how to get off their phones. They don't know how to turn off notifications. They get notifications on their phone and the same notification shows up on their computer. They turn on their computer. Their email is like, hey, talk to me. They're like, ah, I can't deal with all this. Then they go to their television. They sit down and watch TV to relax. And it's like, hey, listen, we got new episodes of this show and you haven't finished the last season. What's wrong with you? They're getting hit by so much and you still have to deal with real life. So people are sending them news. You've got people knocking on your door. You've got kids. You've got your wife. You've got parents, maybe your cousins, family. There's a lot of stuff to deal with. How do you cut through all that? You need to be that consistent. What are they called? The the lights out on the sea or the light uh, lighthouse. You need to be that lighthouse in a sea of raging waters. You need to be that lighthouse through the storm where no matter what's going on, people are going to be able to say, you know what? I see that lighthouse and I see it every time I fly by here. I see it every time I drive by, I see every time I swim by, boat by, however you're traveling. If you see that thing, that marker, they will see it seven times or more or less. And they will say, you know what? I give a crap about that. I understand what it is. I know it and I'm going forth with it. So why is all this important? Because you need to be known. The way things are right now, if it definitely if it wasn't a problem before, it's definitely a problem now. As a creator, it's really difficult to just have a creation. It's just really difficult to say, here's my creation. And have that be it. You need to have your creation embedded in someone's mind. This is a way of branding. And I mentioned branding earlier was basically perceived value and marketing is getting your getting yourself out there and promoting yourself. As I said, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of branding and marketing right now, but you're getting out there in front of people. You're talking to them. You're promoting yourself. You're getting the word out about you, your product, your service, or your, your, your mantra, your whatever, your cause. That's the word I was looking for. So you have to be known in this day and age. Because if they don't know you, they can't flow energy towards you. Paraphrasing Grant Cardone saying, 
they don't know you, they can't flow you. So I know a lot of creators really don't like this idea of having to be known. They just want to create a product. They just want to create a brand. They just want to build. They just want to develop. They just want to paint. But yes, this is the annoying part. Getting in touch with people repetitively. It seems like the same thing. Hey, my name is such. I do such and such. Here's this. Next day. Hey, my name is such and such. I do this and this. Here it is. Next day. Hey, I do such and such. This is this. It's a way of programming minds. It's a way of repetitive social engineering. It's a way of almost brainwashing to a certain extent. Heck, I have to brainwash myself sometimes where I have to keep looking at something over and over so it sticks in my mind. And that's it, doing it intentionally. So I know we have to, I have to put something out continually and keep saying it for people to get it. And you have to find a love for doing that. Not just being repetitive, like, oh, I got to do this again. You have to really find a love for that creative spark. And the spark isn't just one spark. You ever turn your gas stove on? You don't just hear one spark. You hear it keeps sparking until the gas connects with it and it lights. You have to keep on sparking. You've never seen a TV show where they're trying to build a fire and they make sparks and it just works the first time. You always see them before the spark happens. Now, unless, of course, you're shooting at a gas tank of a car, of course, it's going to blow up in one shot. But in real life and in the explanation given, you, you know what I'm getting at. You have to keep striking the flint together. You have to keep rubbing the sticks together before the spark happens, before the fire starts. And once the fire starts, you've got to keep feeding it and feeding it and feeding it. How many times? Studies say at least seven. Man, I will find the research on this because it was juicy. But going on from there, do I have an example? Okay. So I want to make a concrete example of this and kind of a, a scenario that you may be able to get with and understand and vibe with. So I thought of, I thought of the situation where I was talking to a comedian. For those of you who don't know, I did stand up comedy for three years in Minnesota. I had some internships up there. I met a friend, John Mile. Well, I didn't meet a friend. I knew John Mile and we both went up to the same internship program in Minneapolis and he introduced me to the stand up comedy scene. I saw him doing stand up and I was thinking to myself, I'm competitive. I'm about to do this. If John can do it, I can do it too. And in my hater mind, I was like, man, I can be funnier than John. You know how, you know how your hater self does. And John and I were always cracking on each other, having fun. So he was doing it. I wanted to do it too. Big up and respect to him. So I get out there to do the comedy circuit and I start understanding how this whole thing works. And it gave me an interesting perspective on things because this is where I think I first started understanding the concept of seven touches. So people, let's say somebody asks you like, Hey, what did you do this weekend? And you say, I went to a comedy club. I mean, I went out, I had a good time. You may have actually gone to a comedy club, seen a comedian, whatever, but your response to that person is, Hey, I just went out, had a good time. It's in your head, but you didn't say it. It's just okay. Second time you go to a comedy club, someone asks you, hey, what did you, what'd you do this weekend? You say to them, listen, I went out, had a good time. Oh, let me tell you this joke. 
And you repeat the joke that you heard at the comedy club where you try to express the same sentiment that the comedian gave. It's like, hey, isn't it funny when blah, blah, blah happens? Ha, ha, ha. You both laugh about it. Third time, you're coming back from the comedy club. Somebody asks you, hey, what did you do this weekend? It's like, oh, man, I went to this comedy club. It was great. It was hilarious. It was funny. And this is the third time you've been there. It could have been the same experience, right? But you're getting touched and you're what that comedian is putting out is starting to resonate with you. So you're like, oh man, yeah, I went to this comedy club, saw this, it was funny, it was hilarious, had a great time. It's like, okay, cool. Fourth time, and this is just an example, by the way, it didn't happen exactly like this, but this is an example. Fourth time, they ask you, hey, how would you do this weekend? Or, so you're just talking, talking at the water cooler or in the break room at work. They're like, listen, I went to this comedy club, it was hilarious. It was funny. There's this comedian there. I met Sam the comedian. Sam the comedian was there. Saw Sam the comedian. Sam was funny. It was great. I advise you go. I'm like, okay, okay. Next week comes around. They say, hey, what'd you do this weekend? Because it's the same what'd you do this weekend kind of conversation all the time, right? Someone's always asking, what's new with you? What's happened? What's new? They want to know what's new. And then you tell them, a repeated version of the same thing. That's a little, little insight there. They want to know what's new. And what's new is I did this again and it got better. So they ask you, hey, wh what'd you do this weekend? And you said, listen, Sam the Comedian is great. You got to go see Sam the Comedian. It's not just the comedy club. It's not just a one-time joke. Sam the Comedian is actually funny. So suddenly Sam has graduated from you had a good weekend to hey, I heard some funny jokes to there's this comedian there to there's this Sam the Comedian and you can describe Sam the Comedian. Oh yeah, Sam's tall, yellow hair. I think it's dyed, real funny look to the comedian. Sam the Comedian's great. And you started to graduate in how you've been touched. Now, if you stop right there, you may just, you may just kind of forget about Sam the Comedian over time. You're like, uh. Oh, Sam the Comedian is yeah, Sam the Comedian. Oh, okay, forget about him over time. So you still have a few more times to go. But now you've expressed it to this person, Sam the Comedian's great, it's at this comedy club. There's still a mix of, I had a good time, I went out, I, I have someone to talk to. There are all these different variables, but what you notice is as you're being touched by this comedian's comedy, Sam the Comedian is starting to become the overriding factor that brand is starting to sear in your head and that brand is starting to express itself in you through you and to the person who's asking you this question so next time you go you still have a great time sam the comedian is there again you're laughing you're you're holding your side you're like this is hilarious this is funny this is great sam the comedian's awesome in fact you're probably laughing harder at Sam the Comedian because you've seen Sam the Comedian so many times and you've begun to like, expect, and hope for more of that type of comedy from Sam the Comedian. You've got a relationship now. So now when someone talks to you, they say, hey, what did you do this weekend? They may jump in and say, did you go to a comedy club again this weekend? You may not even have to tell them. But as you start into your story, you're like, guys, Sam the Comedian, listen, we need to go see Sam the Comedian. I'm telling you, I'll take you next week. It'll be great. Sam the Comedian's hot. Oh, let me tell you this joke Sam the Comedian said. And now you're remembering specific jokes. You're telling them why Sam the Comedian's funny. You're trying to invite them to go. Sam the Comedian is 
just damn near seared into your head. Then the final phase comes along with what'd you do this weekend? Let's say you didn't go. Let's say you didn't go, right? You didn't go to the comedy club, but you were so into Sam the Comedian, you went and intentionally got that information. You, you went out, you went to the internet, went to their website, Sam the Comedian is there, you looked up some jokes or whatever, said, hey, I may not have gone to the club this weekend, but Sam the Comedian still touched me. I still got my fix of Sam the Comedian. Sam the Comedian, their, their club outing is, po- some clips are posted on Instagram, posted on TikTok or wherever, and you went and got it. So you still went and got touched because Sam was there doing the comedy thing. Seven, eight, nine, ten times in a row, however many times they needed to do it, continually providing you with this hotness. So now, I don't know if you caught this whole example, but I gave you three different examples of how the touching happened. The touching came from when the person was talking to you, you're expressing yourself to them as somebody who goes to a comedy club and somebody who goes out to have a good time. You're expressing to them. So they have seen you as this person. You have seen Sam the Comedian as this person. So now you've gone to this comedy club all this time and you've gotten into the mix with the comedy. This connection between Sam the Comedian and you has happened seven or so times. And now you're like, Sam the Comedian's awesome. Maybe it's this comedy club, but it's just Sam the Comedian. You start to see Sam the Comedian at different clubs or you want to see them at different outings. You want to go to more shows. You may want to know who else is funny like Sam the Comedian. You've been touched by Sam the Comedian. On the third level, Sam the Comedian is going to the club all these different times, continually hitting, 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 hitting. So Sam the Comedian is keeping it up. You're keeping it up. Your friend at the water cooler at the break room is keeping it up. This whole cycle of energy is all about seven touches. And if you or any if any piece of this, if any piece of this chain is broken, you may have been lost. You may have lost something. If nobody asked you what you were doing in the weekend or nobody cared, you may not want to go. It may just be that simple. If somebody is always asking you, think about it. If you're at work and someone's always asking you, hey, what do you think about X, Y, and Z? You're more likely to go do X, Y, and Z because they're coming to you for the answers. They're coming to you for that entertainment. They're coming to you for that expression, whatever it may be. They may want to know the latest what happened in the latest TV show. In fact, I used to watch I used to watch TV shows just because everybody else would. I still do. Where you'd come in like, oh, you know what? I have to watch this episode because I know everyone at work is going to be talking about it. Well, if you get fired from your job, you may stop watching that TV show because there's no one to talk about it with. You just That was your group of people to talk about the show with. Or if those people, their whole department gets fired and now you don't have anybody to talk to, you may not watch the TV show anymore. Or let's say the TV show goes away. Or in this case, Sam the Comedian. Let's say Sam the Comedian goes away. Who are you going to talk to him about? Who are you going to talk to Sam the Comedian about if Sam the Comedian doesn't show up and do their thing? So that's three different levels of how these touches work. The consumer, the spreader, and the content creator. The content creator creates, the consumer consumes, and then the information gatherer 
gets that information from the consumer who has spread it out to them. So that's three different angles on this one idea of seven touches before anyone gives a crap. But now the creator should give a crap about putting stuff out because that momentum has started to build up. You've got people who are fans, you've got people who are following you, you've got people who are interested in you. And then you've got the consumer, the person who's getting that, getting the initial touch from that creator and saying, you know what? I keep getting this touch. I can always go there for that touch. I know it's there. It's, it's solid. I got to keep getting it. And even if they don't, they may bring some of their friends along. And then, as I said, the people who are consuming are waiting to hear this information from you. And it's a cycle. It's a, it's a never ending, it's an evolving cycle. You have creators, consumers, spreaders, all over the place. And by spreaders, I just mean people who spread the word, spread the information. There are books about people, there are books about contagious ideas and going viral, but this is kind of how it happens. So that's a little bonus that gets thrown in there. So I hope you understand this concept a little better about getting in there and continuing to do something. You refine, you readjust, and you put it out there again. Hey, listen, Sometimes some people leave Instagram, they get tired of the whole platform, they may not follow you anymore. It's not your fault. Do you have a different outlet to touch them? Maybe they want to hear from you on email. Maybe they want to hear from you in person. Maybe they want to hear from you through text messages, through Twitter. Through maybe maybe you got a physical mail campaign, which is new to a lot of people, but maybe you've got a physical mail campaign where you send out zines, where you send out posters, where every month you've got a subscription box of some kind where you send out a product. How people want to be touched and the way they want to be touched by your, by your output, it depends. But hopefully you've got something strong enough to where when you get, when you touch them, they're like, wow, that's something I need to keep in mind. And you have to do it again. Studies say at least seven times, but it may be less than that. So how do you do this? First of all, don't spam. You don't want to just be spamming people saying, I got to touch them seven times. You'll wear out your welcome pretty quickly and be deemed a nuisance, a pest, or a spammer if you're just putting out stuff that people that no one wants to hear. If you're putting out good stuff and it's not relevant, people are just going to pass by. It, and that's fine. And they, they, they should understand that. But if they feel they're getting spammed, like people knocking on the door far too often, you're good with it because you know there's good value. It may just not be time for you to receive that value. Hope you understand the difference there. Like the newspaper or the comedy store or the comedy shop. If you want to actually understand them, they need to keep doing things all the time and you know that you can come to them. Not spamming. So don't spam. Keep creating. We already discussed that well enough. If you, if you don't want to keep replicating the same old thing over and over and over again, you need to actually create and not just regurgitate, not just photocopy. A lot of people like the, a lot of marketers like the idea of putting the exact same content out again. Content can never be the same because it's coming out at a different time. It's reaching different people. It's got to have a slightly different spin to it. Yeah, you can take the same shot, but it's going to be different just by the nature of time being different and the audience being slightly different. You've grown, they've grown, they've forgotten things, they've learned things, etc. So whatever you do, you're not being exactly the same. So don't try to be, don't get into the broken record of repetition. Create a little bit every time. Document. 
you don't always have to create something completely new. You can just document what you're doing. Like, hey, I learned this. This is happening to me. Let me show you what's going on. And you just document. So if you don't, don't want to create all the time, you can just document. I might do a whole p- podcast on just documenting what's happening, documenting what you're hearing, learning, thinking, etc. Also sharing. You find something interesting from somewhere else, you can share that. That's another way to create. You just share. You know, I might do this as a whole podcast, ways to make content. Discuss. If you have something that needs to be weighed by different sides or different opinions with different evidence, different points of view, hey, let's discuss this. Let me learn from you. You learn from me. We do it back and forth. Let's present ideas to each other. Let's debate a little bit. Hopefully it doesn't turn into a flame war. Let's learn something and let's grow. Let's discuss. And another one, schedule when possible. As you're making your content, try to schedule whenever possible. Otherwise, you seem kind of random. There's a certain excitement to randomness, but unless your randomness itself is kind of unscheduled, like sometimes we don't know when certain artists are going to release songs, they just pop out. You kind of get used to the surprise, like you, like, like the mail, right? You'd never know when you're going to get mail, but you expect the mail to be delivered regularly. Now you expect the nightly news to come on nightly. So that is something that definitely has to be there scheduled. But the idea is to come out regularly and keep doing things. You can skip here and there. You can take a month off, whatever. Just be regular so people know to expect you. And when you're touching people, you want to make an impression on them. You want to make a mark on them. You want to brand in their psyche that you will be there for them. And in conclusion, I want to let you know that you are going to need to get out there and actually touch your audience. Don't get weird on me with the innuendo, but touch them, hug them, put them in the headlight, give them noogies, whatever you need to do, touch your audience. And that's going to do it for me on this one. I don't have my, oh my gosh, No Dice 1904 just joined right as I was concluding. Thanks for your support there. But yeah, you need to create and you need to keep doing it and you're going to need at least seven touches before you really make an impact with anybody. So if you have any questions, comments, please be sure to give them, to post them on on my Instagram. YouTube is where these are all getting archived for later. You can keep on coming back to me and I'll keep on giving you these different ideas on creation. This is art. Hey, no dice. If you got any questions, throw it out there. I'm willing to chat a little back and forth before I go. And I'm not sure if you know who I am. I am a lifelong creator and developer developed video games professionally for around 13 years, went on to get in in the art scene, started doing art events and painting on my own, started creating different services. I ran events. I did a little bit of consulting. And now I'm starting to get from behind the scenes and come out in into the, the foreground and do things in the public a little more. So that's where I am right now. And I'm just creating and I want to extend this creation into my personal brand and really getting myself out there more, not just as a as a thing I'm supposed to do, but as a thing I'm doing. So that's who I am and what I've done. And I come I I show up mostly most nights I show up and. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how long I'm going to do the every weeknight thing, but for the for for now, for the spring, and I'm just getting into summer now, so I got to reevaluate. Every month I reevaluate, by the way, and it's the last day of this month. So 
I sh- I'll say for June, I haven't decided yet where I'm going to do every weeknight again, but I like the nightly between 6 and 7 p.m. showing up, discussing creativity, art design development. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, but let me know if you've, uh, that makes sense to you. How, are you. how are you doing with social media? How are you doing with, you know, this whole creative landscape that we're in where you just throw stuff out on the internet and whatever the hell happens, happens. It's kind of a crazy world right now. Well, that's going to be it for this one. I'll just go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you everybody who popped in earlier. We're going to keep doing this every night for, well, until I decide not to, because that's how flexible I am. And if I'm not here, then you missed out. Thanks everybody. See me at mrbinja.com. Peace. Hey, thanks for joining me on this podcast. You all make everything I do possible and I really do appreciate it. So even if you've got me on social, please visit mrbenja.com and see what's happening and how deep the rabbit hole goes. All right, I'll see you next time. Peace.